Hey there, and welcome back to By His Grace Marriage Ministry Podcast. My name is Amanda, and welcome to today's episode. This is just going to be a quick word that I want to share with all of you real quick. It's a really sweet, beautiful word, and um, I want to share that you are your spouse's saving grace and vice versa. So you are your spouse's saving grace grace. So before I go any further into this word, please excuse me if I don't sound my best. I am just getting over a bad cold that I had, my whole family had, and um, it's been a while since I've done an episode and I was like, well, it's going to be another week if I don't do something this week. So I decided to come on and share this quick word. Um, It wasn't the episode that I had planned on doing. I was actually going to do a word for my brothers in the Messiah, and I am still doing that word. That word's going to be longer, though, so I wanted to wait until I have fully recovered and feeling much, much better. Um, So that will be coming up, but for now, I just want to share this um, really sweet word that I have with all of you for today, and then hopefully by next week, I'll be able to do... Um, this really wonderful word that I have for the men, for the husbands. So yeah, anyways, moving right along. So you are your spouse's saving grace and vice versa. So this is for everybody. And um, I want to start off by sharing real quick, just um, a brief definition of saving grace and what that means. So it's a little bit different from the actual definition of grace or how we are saved by Yahuwah's grace. So grace, um, you know, is like um, unmerited favor, you know, favor that we don't deserve, but he gives to us anyways. Um, You can also look at it as um, when he redeems us, you know, through his redemptive love and his work. So it's more or less the same thing, but not quite. So what I found for saving grace is, um, and this is the, the Christian definition, it says, a state of sanctification by God, by Elohim, the state of one who was under such divine influence and favor, the conception of grace developed alongside the conception of sin. It was debated whether saving grace could be obtained outside the membership of the church and so on and so forth. So, um, but when we look at saving grace, like when you say, um, this person is my saving grace or you are my saving grace, it's a redeeming quality or characteristic characteristic that somebody has. This person is an important person in your life and this is what they do. So in a way, and I've talked about this before, how for most of us, our spouses and our marriages are our assignments, our purpose, or even our ministry, right? So in a sense, saving grace is like Elohim using you as a tool to help your spouse, okay? That's what I mean by you are your spouse's saving grace. So I'm just going to kind of share some examples. I'm going to share some of my own personal experiences that um, I have gone through as well concerning these things. And of course, being someone saving grace can absolutely apply to, you know, anybody outside of a marriage relationship. It could be a family member, it can be a friend, it can be a pastor. Um, I mean, it can be really anybody that Yahuwah can use 
to place in our lives to help us to be as a saving grace. Now, of course, ultimately, you know, Yahuwah is the one that gives us that grace, that redemption. He's the one that saves us. But again, we can all be used as tools to help um, be an example and a light um, to someone, you know, and that's just how Yahuwah works, you know, and um, sometimes he does things directly between himself and, and the person, and sometimes he'll use, um, you know, another person or, um, you know, a friend or, you know, just whatever. He can use anything, you know, the same way he, you know, spoke to Moshe, Moses, through a burning bush, you know. Um, he can use anybody and anything to be as our saving grace, to uh, bring about blessings and so on and so forth. So before I go any further, I want to dedicate this word to the special person in my life whom I love so very much, who has been my saving grace and um, has just been such a blessing to me. Um, and I know I have been to him as well. And um, because of him, I've grown so much in my walk with Elohim. Um, I've grown so much in my prayer life and just um, knowing who I am in Him, knowing my purpose, and um, I'm just really thankful for the person that um, that Yahuwah chose for me to um, fulfill His calling with and to just be together as one and to serve Yahuwah and to serve others. And again, is my saving grace, and I know that I am His. So I love Him very much, and this word is for Him. So, all right, so you are your spouse's saving grace, and vice versa. So, again, this is for everybody. Um, really beautiful word, you know. Oftentimes we hear, um, or at least I have heard, when, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry, guys, like I said, I'm just getting over a cold. So oftentimes we hear how, you know, most of the time, Yahuwah will send that person into your life, your spouse, when you need him the most. Now, of course, it's it's always his timing. And I've, I talk about this all the time. I minister this. It's his timing because it's his union that he has put together. <clears throat> but oftentimes this person will come into your life when you need them the most, when you have hit rock bottom. Okay, um, maybe you were praying, you know, you were crying out to Elohim, you know, please, I, I need you, I need help, I need something, I need a change, I need something. And then a few days later, a few weeks later, that person walks into your life, you meet that person. Now, <clears throat> I have heard a few people say, I almost felt like I met this person at a crazy time in my life to where I was so confused because my life was so upside down and chaotic that I didn't even know how this was going to work, you know. Um, but remember that Elohim's timing is absolutely perfect. It's never early. It's never late. It's right on time. And he knows what he's doing. And even though um, through our natural eyes and through our, you know, um, human way of thinking, you know, we don't always see what he's trying to do, right? We just kind of look at it the way we can perceive it. And the truth of the matter is... It's, it's his perfect timing. He's answering our prayers. It's along his timeline. And, you know, that's how it's supposed to be. You know, um, I have heard of stories where, you know, that person came into the life 
like I said, they were rock bottom. They had hit rock bottom. They were unhappy. Maybe they even thought, um, maybe they were so stressed or depressed that they thought about taking their own life. Um, maybe that person was in a wrong relationship and felt stuck and trapped and didn't know how to get out. Um, confused about who they are and you know what their purpose is. Because remember, a lot of times in these covenant marriages, in these godly marriages, there's purpose. You know, the two of you have a purpose to fulfill together. The two of you belong together for a reason and for quite a few reasons. So oftentimes when this spouse comes into their life, even if they don't come together right away, things start to become clearer. Things start to make more sense. Um, before you know it, the person feels much better about themselves. They, they feel like they have motivation again. They feel like they have purpose, you know? So that's why I say that your spouse is your saving grace, because oftentimes Yahuwah will have them come into your life or will have the two of you cross paths or introduce, you know, wives, you to your husbands or husbands, you know, your wives will be um, presented to you at that time of your life where you needed them the most. Okay. I know that for me, that's how it was. You know, it, it's it's the funniest thing because <clears throat> for so long I focused on when I when I was going to get married. You know, was I ever going to meet, you know, my husband? Did I even have a husband? You know, and it just so happened that in the season when we did meet, it was actually the last thing on my mind. <laughs> like I I was actually working a job that um, I had really enjoyed. I felt like it was a ministry job because it was. Um, a Christian foster care organization. I was really enjoying it, and that's where I wanted to be. I was happy. I was content. I had um, just finally gotten a car. Um, I had my own home, and I was doing rather well, and I was thankful. And um, all of a sudden, almost a year later, my life turned upside down. I lost my job. Um, I didn't have my car anymore. Things just I was to the point where I was crying out to Elohim and I said, I don't understand. Every time I think my life is put together, it falls apart. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I'm not a bad person, you know, like, and I'm, I'm trying to, um, have a relationship with you and be obedient and, you know, just be a good person. And I just, I couldn't understand it. And, um, uh, it just so happened before I knew it, just a couple months later, I ended up at the job where I met my future spouse. So it was during a time of my life where it was the last thing on my mind. I mean, it was there, you know, and I I wandered from time, or not wandered, I wondered from time to time if it was ever going to happen, but it wasn't forefront in my mind, which was good because I had to repent quite a bit throughout my life for idolizing marriage. You know, I was constantly thinking about it. I was lonely. um, And it was just kind of a huge focal point of my life. So I had to repent for that because I realized I was idolizing it. But at that time in my life, when it happened, it was kind of the last thing on my mind. I wasn't expecting it and neither was he. (laughs) And for him in his time of his life, when that happened, had a lot going on, Um, was going through a lot of problems and issues, which I won't go into detail because um, I don't want to share things that um, I have not been given permission to share. But, um, he was going through a lot, a lot, um, so much so that it confused him because he wasn't expecting it. Um, but it was, it was perfect timing because it was his timing, you know? So even though we least 
it would happen at a time that we least expected, but we ended up being each other's saving grace, you know, because then I was able to pray for him and vice versa and just all these things to where, you know, we were able to be there for one another, whether we knew it or not, you know? Um, so, and if this won't be this way for everybody, of course, you know, um, your spouse can come into your life at a very good time of your life. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that your spouse is going to come um, to you in a negative, you know, season of your life. But I have found that most do happen during that time. And that's why I say your spouse is your saving grace. Um, and it may not even be something as you meet. It could be something that happens to you um you know, down the road, you know, you, you could be together a couple of years and something happens and your spouse is who helps you get through it. You know, if it wasn't for them, you probably feel like you don't know what you would have done or where you would be or what you would have said. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, you know, it's like I said, even though ultimately it is Elohim that brings us through, right? He's the one that redeems us, right? He um, brings us out of our old selves into our new selves and aligns us with him. His, um, his word and his will and plans for us. But um, he also uses other people to help with those things. And like I've said, for, for most of you, myself included, your spouse and your marriage are your assignments. You know, they are your missions to help them. You know, for some of you, your spouses might be um, far away from Elohim. Their faith might be wavering. <clears throat> they may be a prodigal. And I've talked about that before in previous episodes. Um, again, they may feel alone. They may feel like they have anybody. And when you come along, you're the ones that help um, shed light back onto their darkness. You're the ones that help them to see um, how they need to see the way that Elohim wants them to see themselves and to see the things around them in their life, their identity. You're the ones that help motivate them. You help support them. You give them, you know, praise and, um, reassurance, you know, things like that. And, um, you know, even though, of course, they should always see Elohim as their savior, right? They should see, um, Yeshua as their savior. But you, in a sense, are kind of like that as well. Because of you, you know, um, they came out of what they did, you know. And it was because of Elohim using you to help them get there. You know, like I said, for some of you, that could be your ministry that you'll do together. My last episode, I talked about doing ministry together, serving alongside your spouse. And... Um, that could be it. That could be what it is. It could be you being your spouse's saving grace to the point that you've helped change them. You've helped bring them out of that darkness and into light. You've helped them come back to their faith. Um, you've helped them to understand better. You've ha- helped them to grow closer to Elohim, um, to understand their identity in the Messiah and what their purpose is. You know, you may be the only one that had been praying for them when they had nobody else praying for them. You may be the one to support them, to motivate them, you know, to um, to help them be where they need to be at. And again, for women, you know, 
you're their you're their helpers, you know, where their ribs, where their their help meets to help them get to where they need to be. And husbands, you know, your wife is a very special special person for you and you'll know when it's your wife because this is what's going to happen this is what they're going to be able to help you with if you are with um a woman that doesn't make you feel that way you feel the opposite you feel trapped you feel worn down you feel like you know you're not good enough you're feeling all of these negative things that's how you know you're not with the wife that elohim has called for you to be with because the wife that he has called you to be with is your helper and she will stand by your side and help you and be there for you no matter what i'm not saying I'll always be perfect and you'll have disagreements from time to time but this woman is always going to be there for you no matter what and she's always going to show how much she loves you how much she supports you um, how much she stands by your side no matter what no matter what other people say or what other people think or do she's always going to be there for you and women likewise your husbands are going to protect you they're going to love you um, and I'll go more into this into the the word that I have uh, more so for men but it's just talking more of the type of love that we should have for one another um, the love that a wife should have for a husband and the love that a husband should have for his wife and let me tell you something women when men know that you are their rib and you are showing them that support you are um, standing by their side through thick and thin they're gonna have no problem loving you unconditionally they're really not unless they haven't healed fully from something or there's something there that needs to be dealt with with Elohim that would stop them from loving you that way and wives likewise when you see your husbands um, doing everything that they can you know for you to provide for you to protect you and just do those things that a husband is called to do you're gonna have no problem with loving and respecting and submitting to your husband okay but when I say that you are your spouse's saving grace is oftentimes it's gonna be because of you of course from Elohim um, but it's gonna be through you that your spouse is going to come back to where they need to come back to. If they were a prodigal, if they were lost, if they were distant and in darkness, it's going to be because of you that they see the light, that they come back, that they return to Elohim and that they now understand where they're actually supposed to be at in their lives. It's because of you. You're their saving grace. And I wouldn't be surprised if they tell you that from time to time. You know, they might say something like, it's because of you that I quit doing this, or it's because of you that I wanted to keep living and I wanted to keep trying and I want to keep doing this because of you, you know, for those of us that are parents, we know what it feels like when, um, we know we need to do for our children, right? Um, for most of us, I'm pretty sure most of us would walk to the ends of the earth and back for our children and we would do whatever needed to be done for our children, you know, and it's the same thing with our spouses, you know, we would do anything for them. You know, that's the kind of love that we're supposed to have. And it's the same kind of love, just magnify it much, much more. The same kind of love that our Abba, our Father, has for us. And it's the same kind of love and grace that we should be showing to our spouses, you know. But for most of you, you are your spouse's saving grace. You are the ones that are going to pull them out of that fire. You're the ones that are going to help them to see, you know, it's kind of like the, the hem, amazing grace. I was blind, but now I see, you know, 
um, you're going to be their saving grace. And like I said, you, you may be the one, the only one that they're going to be able, that when they look at you, they see Yeshua in you. They see his love, his mercy, his grace, his redemption. You know, they're going to be like, okay, now I understand, you know, like, I know this has happened sent, you know, um, they're going to see that reflect in you. And because they see that reflect in you, then they're going to reflect it, you know, and that's how they're going to see it. I guarantee you that's how they'll see it. You know, before you know it, <clears throat> this person or you are doing things you've never done before. You're making changes. You're growing closer to Elohim. Your life is just changing, you know? And like I said, that's one of the biggest purposes of a covenant marriage, of a, of a godly marriage. You know, it's not just being married for the sake of being married and to say you have a spouse and to have a family. There's so much more to that, you know? Especially for those that are coming out of wrong relationships, counterfeits, um, those who were lost, those who got caught up in just counterfeit anything, basically. When you are pulled out of deception and pulled into truth, the scales fall off, um, you start to see things in such a different light. And that person, your spouse, is that reflection of that. So that's why I say that your spouse is your saving grace. Um, and again, I know I said in the beginning that this can really be with anybody else. This could be with a friend, a family member. But let me tell you, more than likely, it'll be your spouse. And it'll be something that you've never really experienced before. And that's part of your confirmation of how you know, this is this is my wife. This is my husband. <coughs> this is who I was always supposed to be with. Because it feels right. It not only feels right, this person is for me. They're supporting me. And let me tell you something, whenever you have anybody that draws you further away from Elohim, that's not the person for you. Because your spouse that Elohim has for you will draw you closer to him. Always. Always. Even if you yourself fight it, your spouse will always draw you closer back to him because they're your saving grace. And remember, his timing is perfect. More than likely, for those of you that haven't met your spouse yet, or maybe you have, you're separated and you're not reconnected yet, he will bring you um, into each other's lives at, at the right time. At the right time, at, at the perfect time when, when the two of you need each other the most. For some of you, you might be saying, well, I've, I've been needing them for a year, two years, three years. Just remember his timing is perfect. And in the same way that you need them, they need you. And apart from Elohim himself, they won't be able to get that kind of help anywhere else. It's something that really only you, alongside with Elohim, can help them with. So... Like I've said before, being called to a covenant marriage, to a godly marriage, is a high calling. It's one of the most beautiful gifts that he can give us. And it's so important. There's so much to it. And as I've said before, it's not easy, but it's worth it. 
because of the assignment, the purpose that you have, what you're fulfilling with that person and for that person at the same time. It's truly, truly a beautiful thing. And for those of you that haven't experienced it yet, you're in for a really beautiful, beautiful gift. It's incredible. So, and I give all glory and praise to Ava for his beautiful gift of marriage. So, again, I hope that you find this helpful. <clears throat> Please excuse me for coughing and sounding horrible throughout this episode. But I really wanted to share this word real quick. I thought it was very uh, sweet and very special. So um, that is it for this word. And hopefully I will be back next week to share the original word that I wanted to share for men, for my brothers and the Messiah. And after that, I will begin... Um, ministering more about remarriage and blending families that's going to be coming up and i'll be sharing that um, from a book that i've uh, purchased quite some time ago so i pray that that will be um, a source of encouragement and hope for those of you in those same situations or will be going into those same situations very soon all right so that is all that i have for you again this is you are your spouse's saving grace Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk with you in my next episode.